Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. Bill Ryder with you. We've been talking, of course, you've been listening. Tons of NFL. And I love this dude. He's so talented. Ty Dunn, founder of Go Long. Find it at golongtd.com. That's golongtd.com. Not as in Tom DeCelestino, as in Touchdown Tom. Author of The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football. And dude's going to be in Phoenix all week next week for Super Bowl 57. Mr. Dunn, good morning, man. Good morning. Hey, I appreciate the love, the plugs, your... You're far too kind, brother. It's always good to talk football with you. Hey, we were just talking about this, and this is kind of a, you know, probably less relevant question than the others I'm going to ask you, but I'm, I'm curious. Are Bengals Chiefs now, can you consider that the best rivalry in, in football, given the stakes of the last couple times they've played each other at the end of the season and the general friendly animosity that's bubbled up between them? You know, I know that we tend to be uh, prisoners of the moment, right, in, in, in our business, whether we're, we're talking about football or writing about it. I agree. I, I think this is the best rivalry right now as we sit in, in the game because it's real. I mean, you can feel it. You can hear it. Uh, you know, do, was, uh, was Mike Hilton's Burrowhead comment on anybody's mind when there's nine minutes to go and the Bengals are a couple first downs from getting to the Super Bowl? No, I mean words are words. They're 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 not going to impact the game itself. But I think the animosity is real. The swagger is real, and and that's what we all love about football. We hey, we don't want to see all of these guys exchanging jerseys and Instagram and being all lovey dovey after the game. We, it's a violent game played by violent people. It's kind of good to, to have some friction. I think it's refreshing. I do too. Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty, I, I don't know Kyle Shanahan, so I'm I'm joking. But I don't know what karma he put into the universe that that these things keep happening to his quarterbacks. And obviously the latest news is that Brock Purdy has a fully torn UCL in that throwing elbow. Not ideal, six months, whatever it may be. So you've got Purdy, who is injured but will be back in time for the next season. You've got Trey Lance, who has not been able to stay healthy but presumably will be fully healthy going into camp in the summer. You've got Tom Brady out there like some kind of 90-year-old floating goat or whatever other options. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo's a free agent. How should they, not really how will they, but how should they approach their quarterback situation for, for next season? I, I think that if we can take a lesson from Howie Roseman and the Philadelphia Eagles, it's to remove ego from the equation and – just because you made a decision, whether it's um, you know a draft pick or handing out a contract extension to a Carson Wentz, it should not preclude you from looking to improve at the most important position in sports. I mean, they, they drafted Jalen Hurts. They knew it was going to hurt Carson Wentz's feelings. They, he whiffed on receivers. 
again and again, and he kept drafting receivers again and again. I, I get it. You know, it's, it's just really plain terrible luck that Trey Lance has hardly played any football the last three, four years, really. Um, and it's just terrible luck that Brock Purdy had this, this elbow injury that got who knows what, what the state of that is by the time he does play. I, I really do think that Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch are, are going to challenge themselves to be bold, be better, and, and take a big swing at quarterback this offseason. Is that Aaron Rodgers? Is it Tom Brady? I, I don't know. I'd be guessing. But I would think that Tom Brady would be very, very interested in being a 49er, considering he was very, very interested just two years ago. And in that offense, you know, obviously Brady is not what he once was. We all see it. It's clear as day. Um, they were lucky to even to get to the playoffs with, with his comeback wins. But in that scheme, it is just kind of taking advantage of the middle third of the field, right? I mean, you don't have to throw deep comebacks and chuck it 40, 50, 60 yards down the field. You just have to use your brain and, and operate in, a, in a, a highly intelligent scheme and know where to go with the football. It would seem to take advantage of everything Brady does so, so well. And, by God, he's going to love having Kittle and Debo and Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey in that defense. It just makes way too much sense for the 49ers to, uh, to, to try not to take advantage of this window. You've got studs everywhere on this roster in their prime. I love Trey Lance and everything Trey Lance could be, uh, but you, you can't leave things up to chance with that roster. Ty, John, I, I know that the situation to acquire Tom Brady is vastly different than the, the situation to acquire Aaron Rodgers, and they are, they're different personalities and they're, they're different people. But if you could, if you could wave a magic um, go-long wand, right? If, you, if somebody went to golongtd.com, they found a magic wand, it granted one football wish, and they're a you know, Niners fan, you can wave it, and none of those restrictions apply. Better fit for the Niners for one year would be Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Which, which one? Uh, Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I, I just think that you know, he's proven that he can win in the playoffs, put together that, that drive you need at the end of a game with everything on the line. I get it. He's older. Um, Aaron Rodgers clearly has a little bit left in the tank, but I just think personality-wise and looking for a quarterback who gets you over that hump at that point of the season, it's kind of proven that it's Tom Brady, and I think there'll be more of a desire on Tom Brady's on the play there than Aaron Rodgers, just, just, just a guess, but I just feel like Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets makes way too much sense for all parties involved. He's got to love that defense, the young talent, Nathaniel Hackett and him are unbelievably close. Um, I mean, I heard, I heard again and again from people in Green Bay that that relationship is, is real. It's, it's real love, and, and even more so than anything he had with Matt LaFleur. I, it, it, it just, not, not to get off the rails here, but do the Green Bay Packers finally have the guts to make the move? It, it, it seems like they're kind of maybe dropping some breadcrumbs, whether it's their end or Aaron Rodgers' end, Adam Schefter and Ian Rappaport, and they're laying that groundwork. Once and for all, you have to move on. You have to do it. And you mentioned go along. I mean, two years ago we were advocating for for trading Aaron Rodgers for your unlimited first-round pick, second-round pick, Patrick Sertain, Jerry Judy. You could have gotten anything you wanted from Denver, basically. They didn't do it. They made a run for it. Um, They got into this albatross of a contract. If somebody's willing to take that albatross on, you, you, you've got to turn the page. Otherwise, what are you doing? I mean, it's really run its course on every level. 
By the way, Ty Dunn, personal share with you. I hate rails. We can get off them anytime you want. I, I, I hate rails. I hate rules. Let's get off the rails. What um, what's the given given the contract, given his age, given you know maybe the reality of of how leverage can dissipate for the Packers if it is clear that 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 Rodgers wants to be somewhere else. What's the return for Aaron Rodgers if you're the Jets or another team trying to get him? It, it comes down to owner desperation, as as things often do in the NFL. I mean, look at what Jimmy Haslam and the Cleveland Browns did last year. It's just an insane contract. That's probably the reason the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson just can't find middle ground. I mean, that threw everything off. But but he he wanted to do something bold, and he's in charge. It's his money. How desperate is Woody Johnson, right? I mean, I think the Jets have been hamster wheeling this whole football thing for several decades. They've got a good roster. It's, it's just wild to look at that team. They're loaded on defense. Sauce Gardner is just racking up the hardware left and right. Uh, Quinn and Williams, you got to think they find the right number there, and he's going to be worth every penny. They're loaded. I mean, they're ready to win now, and they drafted incredibly well last year. Lest we forget that Brees Hall ended on IR, and he looked phenomenal at running back. Garrett Wilson could be a star. Uh, I, w- I would think that the Jets are willing to part with at least a first, maybe a first and a second, two firsts. If push comes to shove, I would think that they would do anything it takes, and they don't necessarily need a lot of picks. They've got the money to absorb that contract. Um, if, if, if something is able to get done, they're going to get it done. And it's on Green Bay to kind of play that poker game that they, they refused to even sit at the table the last two off seasons. Now it seems like they, they are willing to sit at that table and, and have that back-and-forth discussion with Joe Douglas. Ty Dunn, because I'm a really good person, I'm going to pull you into my mess with Philly fans. I'm just going to drag you just into the, into the muck over here with this, with this question. So if, if Brock Purdy does not get hurt in that NFC Championship game, if he plays a complete game and he's healthy, what are the percentage odds the Niners win that game? Oh, gosh, I'd say 10, 15 percent. Oh, well, you're not in the muck. You're oh, standing high with the Eagles fans. <laughs> I'm standing <laughs> with the Eagles fans. On this you're clean. They, they, yeah, I, I just, I, the, the way I, I get it, it turned into a high school football game. Everybody at the stadium knew that the 49ers were going to be running the ball every single time. So I'm, I'm with you. It, it becomes a totally different game if you at least have the threat of a pass. But I, I still think that we've seen, you know, in, in, in the Giants game as well, this is an offensive line and a defensive line that just plays uh, you know, a different brand of football. I mean, they're, they're in a heavyweight class that is even a notch above San Francisco. And I got, I picked San Francisco to win that game. I, I love the makeup of that roster and everything that Brock Purdy's done. If he just didn't turn it over, it seems like they're going to win any game. But I think that they would have turned him over. I mean, they've, they've got just waves upon waves of pass rushers and pro bowlers across the offensive line. They drag you into that back alley and club you over the head repeatedly. They're going to be a handful for Kansas City. It's just something I don't think you can prepare your body for. It's out of a different era. And, oh, by the way, Jalen Hurts is also an athletic quarterback who makes you account for him as a runner, and we haven't really seen it, but through the regular season was as good of a passer as anybody in the NFL. What impact can Chris Jones, who was an absolute beast for the Chiefs, have in, in, I don't know about level the playing field, but trying to make life hard enough for for Jalen Hurts 
that the Chiefs, at least on the defensive side, can try and keep up with what the Eagles can do when, when they're trying to stop Mahomes. My God, isn't he like the one player we all talk about being great, we think is great, we know he's an all-pro, we know he's special, and then you actually watch him play-to-play, drive-to-drive, and, and you say to yourself, wow, we, we, we underestimate how special Chris Jones is. I mean, he just wrecked that game. Uh, well, eight pressures in all, three resulted in sacks, two by himself, every other one resulted in incomplete pass. He single-handedly ends drives, and he does it when he's double-teamed most of the time. So, you know, at 6'6", 310, with his athleticism, his strength, you've got to account for him with two bodies. I mean, I think Cincinnati is, is in Zach Taylor. They've got months to think about not chipping him with, with Pirine there on the third down or, or giving the help at all. Something, anything to give yourself a chance on that play. Um, and then, it's, then it kind of changes the dynamic of your offense a little bit. But I think it's just different here where Philadelphia is equipped to handle it. I mean, I don't think they're going to contain Chris Jones. He'll get his. But as a team that also wants to run 50 times a game and do it with four or five different players at different angles, different blocking angles, everything, you, you can slow him down to an extent, I would think. Um, it, it, it's just different than what Cincinnati's trying to do where, where Joe Burrow really wants to stand there, scan the field, complete it to seven different, seven different receivers as he did before the first quarter even ended against Buffalo. This is an offense that wants to bludgeon you. So I, I think that, yeah, Chris Jones is unbelievable, and he'll get his. But, but my early guess would be Philly's built in a way that can at least you know, neutralize him to an extent. Uh, Ty Dunn, the founder of Go Long here on the show. Go to, it's easy, golongtd.com to get some of the best writing analysis insight on on the National Football League and the people behind it in the business. Ty, right, I'm going to ask you a prediction question. It's the way too early prediction question. You're allowed to change your mind. When you're walking around Radio Row and you're in Phoenix next week for Super Bowl 57, no one's going to hold you to it. Things could change, injury reports. But at this stage, knowing what we know and really knowing what we don't know, which way? Sounds like you're leaning Philly, but I don't want to put words in your mouth. Which way are you going right now? Right. I, I think I'm kind of talking myself in, into Philly. Just in this conversation, is you know Patrick Mahomes, the best player on the planet. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Just what, what else can you say about what they do? Second reaction, and, and you know. It is true. When Mahomes is at his best, the play doesn't really begin until you get in his face, until you pressure him. But that, that isn't there now. And, hey, he, he adjusted, right? Like Brett Favre back in the 90s when his ankle gets busted up or he had an injury. Sometimes these injuries, it forces you to do less crazy things. And he, and he was playing within the confines of Andy Reid's offense. But, but it's going to be tough to do that against his pass rush. I mean, they let the NFL in sacks. I mean, Reddick, Sweat. Graham, Sue, Jordan Davis. I mean, we could spend hours just going through their defensive line. I, I, I don't think that he's going to be able to just stand in the pocket and go through his reads and have the time. I get it. They're getting it out quick, right? They did change their offense that way, but I think the pass rush can still get there, and I'd go Philadelphia in a close one right now. Oh, my God. It's going to be such a great game. Uh, Ty Dunn, as always, buddy, amazing having you on the show. And I'm gonna be, I'll am gonna i be there, too. I'm there like Tuesday to Friday. So let's um, find me. I'll come find you. I'll introduce myself in person. I'm looking forward to saying hello. And as always, man, absolutely love having you on the show. Hey, I'm going to hunt you down there on Radio Row, my man. I really <laughs> appreciate it. Let's do it.
our brother Ty Dunn here on the program, the founder of Go Long here on the show. This dude's so good. The first time that I actually I brought up Ty on the air before we'd had him on as a guest, uh, when he was writing, I think then for Bleacher Report, he wrote by far the most insightful, interesting piece on Jared Goff I'd ever read. And when Jared Goff, the first time, had been totally written off with the Rams before Sean McVay came in, or before Sean McVay's presence had turned around Goff's career, basically the reporting that Ty did called that. He was on an island. And it was so well done. It was all based on actual reporting. Uh, the guy, I, I promise, worth worth your time. What um, Tom DeCelestino, uh, we, have a, we have a segment uh, for young and old alike called Buy or Sell, where uh, we have headlines from sports. You write the questions, uh, and, and we give you a, a perspective on each one. How, what is the general feeling, the sense, the vibe, the reality of, of Buy or Sell today? A forgiving buy or sell. I am not forgiving anyone, but I think after this edition of buy or sell, mm. you will want to forgive me. A buy or sell that heals broken hearts next here on CPS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, speaking of that little uh, rejoin... I've got a question for D-Cell, Bogus, lined up. It's a sports question. It's a knowledge question. I have utter confidence in the executive producer of this show to be well-informed enough to be able to navigate this with the A-plum that I know that he can and to uh, silence all the critics. And that'll be the first thing we do in a very special, a forgiving buy or sell. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Hi, D-Cell. Hey there, Bill. Buy or Sell, you can explain to me transfer deadline day. Sell. Oh, come on, man. That's unfair. Buy or Sell, you know what transfer deadline day is. Sell. Mm. 
I'm not gonna go down this road. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna You're down it. I'm not gonna say I know what it is for you to then say, okay, give me an explanation. I'm not gonna you know what? No, I'm gonna get it out of the way. I'm gonna be upfront and honest. No, I can't explain it to you. Bogus has this look of disdain on his face. You do it. You explain it to us. America has a look of disdain on his face. But that's constant anyway. Do you at least know what sport it pertains to? Uh, I'm going to say transfer deadline day. Let's go college football. <laughs> Sucker. Yeah. I did college I mean, football on purpose. I knew it was soccer. I have no idea what it actually means, though. It's nowhere near as complicated as you're making it out to be. Twice a year, players that are under contract can change teams in a specific window, period of time. That already sounds dumb. It's basically the, soccer's trade deadline. Exactly, which is today. And I think it's, is it is it GMT, which I believe is the time London's on? Is that is it midnight that time, Bobish? I believe that is correct. Okay. So they're already, what, four... Four, four in the afternoon, so they're, it's getting late on transfer window closing day. <laughs> that can't be what it's called. That was too much of a word salad there, Bogus. Remember that one time I was like, you should follow some soccer for the show, and you're like, on it? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. What, what, what do you mean? <laughs> I think I crushed it. <laughs> you crushed it, bro. All right, what else we got? All right, let's get to some NFL here. Yesterday, we discussed how former Broncos head coach Vic Fangio had a deal in place to become the Dolphins' defensive coordinator. And according to Tom Pelissero of NFL Network, the deal was going to make him the highest-paid coordinator throughout the entire NFL. However, Bill, according to Mike Kliss of Nine News in Denver, Fangio has not agreed to the deal just yet. And our buddy Mike Florio over at Pro Football Talk is speculating that Fangio could be waiting to see what happens with 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans and the Houston Texans. Remember, Ryans is the favorite to land their head coaching job. Fangio was the D.C. in San Francisco under Jim Harbaugh from 2011 to 2014. Buy or sell Vic Fangio should want to see what happens with D'Amico Ryans before officially agreeing with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, real quick, sorry, real aside. Bogus, buy or sell? You think I got lost in that question? I did. Buy. Buy. Okay. What's happening? <laughs> What's Vic Fangio might want to go and return to the place where he spent three years in San Francisco as DC rather than be the highest paid DC Man. with the Dolphins. I got it. So buy or sell, he should wait to see. Irrespective of whether he made an agreement, right? Irrespective. Um... I'll buy. I mean, that Niners defense is buy. awesome. Man, Fangio, with either of those teams, I think is a difference maker. I mean, those are, that's a that's a huge opportunity. Buy or sell in the National Football League, Andrew, that if you give your word to someone but don't sign on the dotted line, you're obligated to take that job. It certainly feels like that. It feels like if you... Sign up for a bet that if you lose, your shirt mm. comes off. Your shirt comes yeah. off relatively quickly, not, you know, like nine That's months fair. later. So, you know, Vic Fangio, well it seems like that was far enough along. Now, I don't know what Tom Pellicero was working off of to initially make the report that he was going to the Dolphins. Maybe maybe Vic didn't actually say, yes, I'm going to the Dolphins, Mike McDaniel. 
But if he did, I mean, knowing full well that D'Amico Ryans could very easily leave San Francisco, I mean, that's not breaking news, not surprising news. You should have known that then and waited. Mm, that's a good bye. Bye. Th- thank you, Aquaman. That was a rough question for me there. Too long. D-Cell doesn't pay off his bets. I mean, I'm getting it in every direction. This seems to be, you know, a daily thing with buy or sell now. It used to be like a weekly thing. Now it seems like it's happening every single day. I just want to put that out there. If anyone's asking whether I heard those words, you can sell. All right. All I heard was wah, wah, wah. Sell. Then we'll just move on to number two. (laughs) It's speaking to the media. (laughs) Number two? Yeah, number two. We're only on number two. Got it. In speaking to the media, Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence said this about his team moving forward. Quote, the conversation's obviously there that need to be had. I think you look at what we did this season. It's about the people we have, not just the people on the field, not just the players on the field, but the people too. End quote. Buy or sell, Bill, that this was a direct shot at Urban Meyer. A buy. Bye. Every shot at Urban Meyer, doesn't it just feel like a truth, like a, tr- a bolt of truth, a beautiful truth light falling from the sky and illuminating your world? Now, here, here's that follow-up. Yes, absolutely. But does that let you know that he's not fully over everything that happened two years ago? How could you be? I mean, he like he lost us. I'm sure it was incredibly miserable, and he had to be the face of that thing. What a the whole thing was gross, man. I wouldn't be over it. I'd be pissed off. I'm about to warn other quarterbacks. Watch out. Beware. Don't fall into the Urban Meyer trap. But at some point, you got to turn the page. No, and I'm I'm with you. That was a complete disaster. But at some point, he's got to let it go. I don't know. I mean, if like if it comes up in normal conversation or like in an exit interview, yet yeah, why? Hold on to the lessons of the past. Let's get that way you might know what transfer deadline day is. Transfer deadline day, make your questions shorter. Nobody wants all this context. Yeah, I got it. I got it. I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. I love the context, pal. Let's get to some hoops here. Hoopier than you. Luka Doncic dropped his league-leading fourth 50-burger. That was for you, Bogus. Thank of, you. Of the season last night, scoring 53 in Dallas's win over Detroit. Doncic was also drawing with Detroit assistant coach Jerome Allen throughout the game. Now, Bill, including Luka doing it four times, there have been 19 50-point performances in the NBA so far this season. Buy or sell, you're becoming numb to players scoring 50 or more. I mean, I'll buy. It's a good question. And, I'll, and the context was fabulous, and I loved everything about it. Buy, buy. that. I am certainly numb enough at the edges that it's worthy of, a, of, of that response. It, I mean, you just got to be – I love the sport, but you got to be careful it doesn't go the way of baseball where – the math and the science and the understanding cracks the code a little bit, right? Pace of play is up, efficiency is up, three-point shooting is up. I don't know if they need to slightly tweak the three-point line or, or something, but there does seem to be less awe in 50-point games since they happen constantly. Now, what point total would make you raise your eyebrows? 55, 60? Like, where are we I at mean, now? 60. 60? I mean, I, I raised my eyebrow yesterday, but it was not because it happened, but because it happened again, right? It was less in awe and more. I'm just like, oh, my God, another one? Now, I mean, maybe the counterpoint is just I, I do think that we have a historic level of excellence that's underappreciated. I mean, Giannis, Doncic, LeBron still playing, Steph still playing, 
Embiid, Jokic. I mean, that's – there's other young guys. I mean, it's pretty amazing, like, the level of play that's in the game, but I, I do think it's a little much. Like, do you care, Andrew? Like, as a sort of sports fan who's not necessarily, like, obviously not watching NBA games by requirement for your work every night, do you care the Dodgers scored 50 points again? I mean, I don't think it's a negative. It does feel okay. like there's been a lot – I mean – Lillard's had five 40-point games this month. We had the Donovan Mitchell game wasn't that long ago. So, I mean, they do seem to get kind of, you know, stacked together here a little bit. But I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. I just don't want it to become blasé, I guess. Where people are like, ah, what, I don't care. Yeah, I mean, to your point with baseball, guys hitting 40 home runs in a season. Like, we got to the point where nobody cared anymore. I remember, I mean, as you noted earlier, Tom, I'm ancient. I remember when 30 home runs was, was a significant, as a kid, like it was a significant accomplishment. Yeah, we yawn at that now. Just, well, I, just yawn, I just yawn in general because of my age. All right, going on to number four, okay. because we keep making fun of me. The Golden State Warriors have now won three straight games, including their 128-120 win over the Thunder last night, in which Steph Curry went off for 38 points. His third straight game scoring at least 34 in that three-game stretch, Bill, Steph is shooting 58% from the floor and 53% from downtown. Buy or sell that the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry are finding their rhythm. This is really weird because I, I, there's some, I kind of remember, who, some radio host. You know, I meant to write it down. I don't know who it was, though. That's yeah. my fault. Who said the Warriors were going to be the best team in the West and probably come out of the West? He's, Bogus, do you remember? He snores. He's a pretty good-looking guy. That was a guy in L.A. Yeah, he's in L.A. Local I, radio in the afternoon. I think I might have mm, said he close. was he was old. I can't remember. He's old. He's, you know, righteouser than you or something. I don't quite have it. I'll buy. Buy. Sounded like a swear word, didn't it? I'll buy that they're finding their rhythm. And very quickly, I think they've, jo- they've jetted up to fifth in the Western Conference. I mean, yeah, man. Here they come, baby! I told you, I they're, they're, I mean, they are the elite team in the West. If and when they're fully constructed and they're in rhythm, they are fully constru- constructed. They're getting into rhythm. Boom. All right, let's stay Mic in drop. Let's stay in the NBA. Mic here. drop. Last night, the Wizards beat the Spurs in San Antonio, one twenty-seven, one hundred six. And before either of you even say it, I know what you're thinking. D so Bye. Why are we talking about the Wizards and the Spurs? They both stink. And why? You okay? All right, man. Either one of you thinking that? Why are we talking Wizards? Why are we talking Spurs? I'm actually just wondering why you're nagging your own question. Yeah. I'm doing it before you guys have a chance to. Okay. Why am I doing Where's it? It's Mean Girls? Okay. Yes, yes. You know what? A little bit. Just tell uh, us why they're in by yourself. Yesterday was the first time the Wizards won in San Antonio since 1999, Ooh. a.k.a. 99, when this question began? Yes. 8, <laughs> when you were 50. 8,451 <laughs> days ago. By yourself being startled by my question or that the Wizards haven't won in San Antonio since I mean, 99. You're so proud of yourself for doing the date thing, right? You're so proud of yourself for typing that, and maybe somebody did it for you. You guys ruined it. You ruined it. You absolutely ruined it. Ugh. You ruined it. Here's my buy or sell question that's stupid. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I like the question. Oh, man. Um, yeah, I'll buy that was a startling stat when I heard it. Buy. This morning, and I'll buy... 
that I'm startled by your presentation of... This is my question. It's Bye. dumb. Oh, man, why do you think it's dumb? I don't know, because you told me that it is? Or maybe because you guys live rent-free in my head because you criticize every question I've ever written in by ourselves, so I tried to beat you that's, to the punch. That's not true. It's not every... Most of them are celebrated. It's very celebrated. I don't like the expression live rent-free in my head. Doesn't that mean that, I, that you're like a squatter? What am I, an emotional hobo? I can't afford <laughs> to pay rent? <laughs> This yeah, is exactly what I'm money. talking about. I can do it. Exactly- I got money. I work. I have standards. I'm not a squatter. <laughs> I mean, I'd like a running toilet up there. I mean, what's going on? This is exactly what I'm referencing. Exactly what I'm talking about. You made your own bed with this one, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in a barely cold... paying attention. You drew <laughs> in the a... right in. Yeah. Pocus is normally on his phone. Body turned another direction. All right, let's stay with basketball, but this one has actually nothing to do with basketball. Anthony Edwards is hoping to be named a reserve to the All-Star game later this week, but in a sit-down interview with... Wait, wait, wait. Why would Anthony Edwards be in by or sell? You're going to find out here in a minute. What's happening? In a sit-down interview, Edwards told GQ Sports something about his diet. Chester hot fries, the best chips that are ever made. I've been eating them since I was probably like five years old. (laughs) I prefer these over any chips in the world. Probably like three a day. You do the math. (laughs) Is that 21 bags? Yeah, I eat that many. Probably more, though, for real, (laughs) depending on how long my day is. Chester hot fries, three bags a day, 21 a week. Buy or sell that you've ever heard of or had Chester hot fries. Well, sell. Sell. I'm also willing to buy the notion that you put together a buy or sell meant to be criticized so that you can then play the victim because no, no, no. This is why are we discussing Anthony Edwards eating Chester fries? This is something we've done numerous times. Anthony Edwards ordering fast food at the post game press conference. Okay, one. Carl Anthony Towns getting on Anthony Edwards in a real way that he needs to clean up his diet as he gets older. We've done this many, many times before. And also, I've never heard of Chester Hot Fries, so I was generally intrigued. So I'll answer your question. Uh, I haven't heard of them. Whichever that applies to, buy or sell, you can hit that button. Sell. (laughs) I I snorted. I knew... I had seen hot fries in the deli before, and I'm aware of Andy Capp's hot fries. Those ones I've seen. Couldn't name them, but those ones I've seen. Chester's, and Chester seems to be a cheetah. His his hot fries, those are new to me. Wait, hot fries is in spicy french fries in a bag? Well, so they're... Like thinly, they're potato chips cut into like longer stick, like matchsticks to look like look like French fries. But yeah, they, so they come in a bag, like a potato chip bag. I might be going to Minneapolis at some point just to like say hi to some people in that organization. Buy or sell? I should try to get with Anthony Edwards and just take him to dinner. Buy. There's other. Oh, I got a great drop for you. I got a great reference. Can you name this reference, either of you? Hey, Anthony, there's worlds other than these. No. Uh, also no, but I was going to say no before you even asked the question. Stephen King's The Last Gunslinger. Um, yeah. I don't know. what. There's yeah. seven of them. What do you call it? Is it a, not a septology? A, I don't know. There's worlds other than these. I um, I, I, I gave uh, D-Cell earlier in the, sh- early in the day, um, bogus off the air, 
a pretty classic Lost line. And he's like, I don't know. And I guess he's never seen Lost either. I'm with you. I got you, DC. You ever saw Lost? No. You guys Sounds like vindication to me. It's like Game of Thrones. Uh, the, the ending was terrible. That I know. But you've heard of it, unlike, che- unlike Chester Hot Fries that we were able to yeah. I'm heard of the it, show. got the gist of it, remember people hating the ending, but never yeah. really saw it. Man, if you, had a, if you had a writer than you bingo card and you had Chester Hot Fries, you are crying from the sheer shock you got there today. You win. You win. Damn. That's quite a, quite a buy or sell. It wasn't a forgiving buy or sell. You labeled it a forgiving buy or sell. It was actually an incendiary buy or sell. Yeah, it got worse for me. Not not where I thought we would go. <laughs> a lot <laughs> happens. I want to know your process. Where in your day, in your, in your process of preparation, do you come across, and then decide, but really come across Chester Hot Fries? Like, How is that what you pull out of the GQ interview? Uh, so Did you I, see it on a website? Uh, I saw it on Twitter. Okay. Uh, I thought it was lighthearted. As I mentioned, this is not the first time we've discussed Anthony Edwards' diet. Uh, I found 21 bags a week to be alarming, and I thought we would have a little fun with it. Not a little fun at my expense, though. That was a big yawn from Bogus right there. Though. Like He is captivated by the entire... <laughs> Didn't well, somebody yawn recently on somebody else's show? And I don't know. Maybe that was, maybe that was an old joke. I'm eight hours into being awake. It's half my half my days over. I know you. I know you are. By the way, I really enjoyed hanging out the, uh, when I was in New York when we snuck away without 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 Diesel. That was fun, man. It was. Right, He's listening. I'll be careful, but it was. Oh, sorry, sorry. Let's sorry. go to Minnesota. I'll meet you there. Me, you, Anthony Edwards. Just kidding. Um, what do you want to do? Do you want to do a little LeBron next time? I want you to feel invested. Like I want you to feel part of the show. What do you What do you want me to close with? Yeah, basket Bill, hoopier than you, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to do. Hoopier than Basket Bill coming up after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones was a, an absolute beast, man on a mission, 
Sunday against the Bengals. Five quarterback hits, three tackles for a loss, two sacks. He drew two holding penalties and had that critical, critical play that led to the intentional grounding penalty against Joe Burrow. He is the Defensive Player of the Week, and the Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union. Fun show today, Tom. You know, Bill, I would use a different word. Fun show today. I would say an attacking show today. Hey, to 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 uh, to go with the attacking sports that we that we we celebrate, we commiserate about, we talk about, we analyze. Uh, Super Bowl's coming up. I was supposed to do basketball, but I have another thought. Super Bowl's coming up, and uh, you have a chance for a lot of guests. Here's the dilemma I always have. You can offer guests that I criticize. So I once got offered when I was doing a, uh, for a few years, a TV show on CBS Sports HQ that also had my name with a pun in it, writer's block. I got offered Chris Paul. Like it was a, I could have done it. I could have just done it. And I thought, all right, like, I'm not going to have him on. And, you know, and he knows things I say. So I was sort of shocked that he agreed to it. So I wrote the PR person and said, hey, ha- yes, love to have Chris be great. Just, just an FYI, I have a bit of a, a, a difficult history with Chris. And so we certainly have to address that, and you, which is fine. I'll be respectful, professional, t- candid, and direct. But you might want to run by Chris the fact that, that I am on the sheet, right? Not like Chris Paul is, is approving. He's just PR agency, you know, sign me up. I want to sell Skittles or whatever, whatever's going on. And uh, she wrote, okay, sounds great. Thanks for the heads up. I'm sure it won't be a problem. And then I got a response the next day. Hey, Bill, thank you so much. We are going to pass. <laughs> You're going to pass? You offered him to me. <laughs> you know? So we got a possible opportunity, possible opportunity to interview Kirk Cousins at the Super Bowl. Um, how do I say to Kirk Cousins, who's a very nice guy, in person, face-to-face, I can do it, but how do I transition to, hey, I doubt your ability to win in big moments. I refer to you as kissing cousins. What do you think? I mean, how does that go? Well, here's my first thought, my initial plan here. I'm, I'm just workshopping it right now. Yeah, yeah, let's workshop together. Uh, we have Bogish do it. He <laughs> no. Tells, he tells Cousins. Uh, I'm not running away from Because <laughs> I don't mind doing a difficult interview. I don't like the gotcha, right, you think this is a friendly little thing, and then it's brutal. So here's my question. I certainly like to just be like, hey, man, I've been pretty critical of you on the show. Uh, I have doubted significantly your ability to perform under pressure, these are some of the stats I, I... Is that a real thing, and how do you overcome it, or am I totally missing the mark, and if so, how? Right? I've asked those questions before. Do I have to bring up the Kiss and Cousins nickname? I'm asking you, produce me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we can't, run a, we can't run away from that. All right. Well, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> see if we get him. Kiss and Cousins. I mean, I think that could make him angry. A little bit. A little, yeah. Just a tiny. tiny so, bit. Kirk, one, one way that I like to illustrate this, and I really like that suit, by the way, is that, um, well, let's see here. Um, as I understand it, not having done it myself, Chris, uh, kissing a cousin feels weird because I'm not supposed to do it, right? Kiss is nice. Kiss a cousin's wrong. Feels weird. And maybe, like, you seem like you'd be a nice quarterback, but it's weird when it's pressure, so I refer to these kissing cousins. Get it? Got it? How do you think of the nickname? Would you like a different? What's the question? Thanks for stopping by, Kurt. Love talking to you. Where are you going? The interview is still occurring. All right. Maybe it's a pass for me. I'd like to do it. If I haven't told you already, Bill, I'm really looking forward to Super Bowl week next week. I think we're going to have a lot of fun. Oh, that's next week. I keep thinking. Yeah, it's coming up. All right. 
Yeah, yeah Chris, if, uh, I'm, I'm starting to sweat here already. Starting yeah, to sweat. Hey, Kirk, really appreciate the, the face you're making, but can you get moving? Because i got to get Chris Paul over there. Because we are in <laughs> Phoenix. And he's making the I wonder if Chris will be around. I wonder if CP3 will be making the rounds. He might. I don't think he's yeah. going to make the rounds on our show. Get Jay, get Jay Cutler, and we've got a trifecta. What's Big Ben doing? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, Big Big Ben, I just don't like you. I don't really have a nickname. I just don't. Oh, no, Little Ben. I did have a nickname. He was Little Ben Even for all the better. years. Even better. Even better. Because you're, like, small of character. Not in stature. I mean, I don't have a nickname for Chris Paul. I just, yeah, but, okay. We're Good a talk. really likable show. I don't know why. Hey. I don't know why. People like me or hate me. There's there's not a lot, you know, like the American economy, there's not a lot of middle ground anymore. There's not a lot of, you know, not a lot of middle class in the old, uh, <laughs> you rubbing your face. That one's, you okay? You make it? No. You hug no it out? Not okay. Send help. <laughs> we should have hugged it out last week when you didn't know what to do. Didn't you didn't know what I to do? Panicked. I panicked. So, it's okay. I ain't mad at you. You wore an aqua shirt today and gave me a couple jokes. Call me an old man. It's all happening. Uh, all right, fun show. Thanks to, to Ty Dunn for being on the program. Thanks to uh, Pretty Daddy over here for all of his exuberant producing. Thank you to Andrew Bogish, who we uh, made tired but was still excellent in every way as he always is. And thank you to the four of you still listening. We appreciate and love you. Uh, <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be doing it again. Remember, you can always, if you miss the show, get uh, the podcast version on the Odyssey app. I'm Bill Ryder. The show's brighter than you. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 